0: It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at Fox, and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm
1: Jerry Willis. I'm Steve Ducey. I'm Shannon Bream, and this is the Fox News Rundown.
2: Thursday, February 15th, 2024. I'm John Saussier. A lot of different people weighing in on this upcoming presidential election in November. And today we're taking a good hard look at someone with a major interest. It's Russian President Vladimir Putin. He's revealed his choice for whom he'd like to see in the Oval Office for the next four years. And it comes as his war against Ukraine is not only a big political issue, it's a world issue.
0: This might be the opening salvo from Russia by the public comments coming from uh, Vladimir Putin. Now the ex we will be looking to see if there'll be stuff underneath the covers, uh, be behind the scenes to try, to try to steer this election in the direction that Moscow wants.
2: This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition.
1: Hey, folks, it's your man, Keyshawn Johnson, here to talk about Angie. Formerly known as Angie's List, your go-to home services. Marketplace for getting all your jobs done well. Now you might be wondering... From finding the best price to scheduling a pro at your convenience, Angie's got you covered every step of the way. So get started today at Angie.com. That's Angie.com or download the app today to get started on getting all your jobs done. That's Angie, your trusted ally in home services.
2: Russia's Vladimir Putin doesn't issue an official endorsement for U.S. presidential elections, but he never seems shy about chiming in. Back in 2016, he made it very apparent that he was supporting Donald Trump over Hillary Clinton, but it seems that this time around, Putin
0: has changed his tone. We're talking about quite an intercession, an interruption to the uh, election campaigning uh, on the presidential stage in the United States by none other than Russian President Vladimir Putin.
2: We're speaking today with Fox News senior foreign affairs correspondent Greg Polcott, based in London.
0: He was asked point blank in a Russian state television interview. View, who is better for us, Biden or Trump? His answer, and I'm quoting here Biden. He is more experienced. More predictable. He is an old school politician, but we will work with any U.S. leader the American people have confidence in. Now, in fact, John, uh, he also was asked about uh, questions regarding the mental faculties of uh, Mr. Biden, his age, and how that could be slowing him down. He said, Well, I I remember I was with him in in 2021, and uh, sure, he was looking at his notes, but I was looking at my notes. He might have hit his head. Uh, Sometimes I've hit my head. I have no problem. With that, so in, in a way, uh, on the surface at least, at the first analysis, he is supporting President Biden in this re election election battle.
2: Yeah, really interesting there for many reasons. I just wonder, you know, is this a situation of like the poison cup, right? Where you're, you're switching the cup back and forth between two people to try and figure out who gets it. Do you think there's anything to the idea that Putin might be lobbying? For Biden because he actually wants Trump. Like if he's seen as supportive of Biden, that's kind of a red flag for the Americans, shouldn't it be?
0: Well, that's the thing. Uh, with anything that Vladimir Putin says, there's got to be an agenda behind it. I should add that there was some criticism of Biden. He responded about the uh, the policy of the Biden administration on the Ukraine war, saying it was badly flawed and wrong. Uh, but uh, uh, on the first brush, it looks like he's supporting Biden now. If you hear from former President Trump and how he took it, uh, he's taking it like, uh, gee, uh, Putin was never a fan of mine. He is... In his Wednesday night rally, he basically said, hey, he wants Biden because Biden is going to be easier on him than I will be. So he is indeed trying to turn it around. And some analysts have actually said that uh, the the choice of uh, President Putin uh, is at the heart of it. He gets along better with uh, former President Trump. So that would perhaps be his choice. But to say it is another thing, John.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And there's another issue with this whole thing, too, Greg, regarding some recent comments that Trump made about NATO. Now, this agreement with NATO is all these member countries pay 2% of their GDP, and then we all protect each other militarily. It was revealed and really highlighted during the Trump years that not every country was paying that certain percentage of their defense budget into NATO. And Trump put pressure on those countries to contribute that money. Recently, in a campaign event, he mentioned that if those member countries weren't paid up with what they owed the dues today though that he would not defend them how do you think vladimir putin digest those comments
0: uh, quite remarkable comments yes basically he said uh you know if, if you're not paying up if you're not doing at least your two percent of the gdp talking to various countries in this point he 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 said he was uh, quoting from a conversation he had with one leader of one country, then he would let uh, Russia, Vladimir Putin, do whatever uh, they wanted to with him. A shock over here in Europe to that. The the capitals were rattling from that. Of course, the Biden administration as well came out and knocked that down. This was raised in this Russian uh, state television interview as well, John. And uh, Putin basically said, "Eh, NATO, you know, it's not uh, it's not really Something that I believe in, uh, you know, it, it's it's a it's an arm of the uh, Biden administration of U.S. Uh, foreign policy. So uh, you know, I don't care one way or another about it. But frankly, if it if it ceased to exist, would be fine with me. So uh, he seemed to brush off those comments coming from uh, Trump and uh, showing a lot of disdain for the uh, that North Atlantic Alliance, which has uh, done so much to keep the peace on on both sides of the Atlantic in the last several. But that case.
2: Russian President Vladimir Putin wants Joe Biden back in office for another four years. Does that say good or bad things about how President Biden has performed during his term so far? And for the future of U.S.-Russian relations? Today, we're talking about how Putin has suddenly stuck his nose into what we're expecting to be a contentious, wild and crazy election here in 2024. Fox News senior foreign affairs correspondent Greg Polkott is talking to us today about not only what Putin's saying about this election, but what that means for the future of the war in Ukraine. Much more is coming your way next which is absolutely hilarious because really the whole reason that Putin has invaded Ukraine is because of NATO, at least that it seems that way and it's funny that he's you know kind of hinting that he doesn't really even care about NATO that much. I don't buy that one. Greg, we're speaking with Fox's Greg Poncott today. He's a senior foreign affairs correspondent for Fox News based in London. Let's talk about an issue that whoever wins this presidency is going to have to deal with in a new term, the war on Ukraine. Now, President Trump, former President Trump, has said a number of times during campaign speeches that he would end the war in Ukraine on his first day. He would end it immediately. He's got the plan and he'd be the person to go do that. Do you think either that's possible or also do you think this may have something to do with the fact that that's why Vladimir Putin said he would prefer Joe Biden than Donald Trump because Trump may actually have some leverage here?
0: Well, in fact, the, the Ukraine war is, is the huge issue and again, it was brought up in this, in this interview and uh, I think another line coming from Vladimir Putin is that the only thing he regrets about the Ukraine war is that he didn't start it earlier. So that is how earnest he is about that. Of course, it's a huge uh, political Issue right now with uh, uh, 60 plus billion dollars worth of military aid stuck on Capitol Hill. Uh, the Biden administration is behind it. Uh, Democrats are behind it. Uh, foreign policy oriented uh, uh, Republicans, uh, more hawkish Republicans, are behind it. But it will have a hard time uh, in, in the House. And in fact, yes, uh, President Trump. Uh, Former President Trump has did say that that uh, this well he, he actually said that if he was president he, he, it, it would never would have happened so he's he sort of preemptively saying that uh, it, it 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 wouldn't have happened on his watch whether he can solve it in a day that's uh, that's something that most foreign policy experts say would be uh, very difficult but it, it's a hard war right now uh, some are calling it a stalemate certainly uh, certainly Ukraine is on the defense now and. Certainly, they need help from the United States and, and Western allies, and it's it's a very, very delicate issue right now, John.
2: Yeah, especially since this war, Greg, which will mark the two-year mark later this month, which is really just wild to think about, especially when it first started there. We're at a stalemate, kind of. There's one big line through Ukraine that neither side can really push the other way, and so a lot of this funding from Western countries, specifically here in the United States, is being talked about in Congress right now, they really need that funding Ukraine does. So I think that the next president and the next Congress and this current Congress are all going to play a huge part in this war on ukraine greg final thing for you has to do with russian election interference this obviously was a huge deal in the 2016 campaign do you think that it's going to be another big issue for 2024 i mean we've heard many european countries the president of, or the french authorities were warning earlier this week about russia interfering in their election um how do you view russia as a threat as far as politically trying to interfere not only the united states but european nations as well
0: yeah that, that is a big concern john uh- uh, as, as you noted in the past, it has played a role, been a factor in United States politics, as well as the, the politics of other countries. So far, what the experts are saying is they have they are not seeing any leading edge of Moscow getting involved in this 2024 uh, presidential election. But we are, you know, nine plus months out. So there's a lot of time for them to do uh, any kind of damage. And, and maybe in a public way, this might be the opening session. Alvo from, uh, from Russia by the uh, public comments coming from uh, Vladimir Putin. Uh, now the experts will be looking to see if there'll be stuff underneath the covers, uh, be behind the scenes uh, to try to try to steer this election in the direction that Moscow wants, John.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Big concerns, not only with that, but then you highlight the fact that Russia has been talking with other adversaries in the United States, notably North Korea. There's some evidence that maybe some North Korean well, missiles or weapons have been used in the war in ukraine it's a wild world we're living in right now greg and this is a huge huge presidential election not only for this um issue but so many others as well fox news senior foreign affairs correspondent greg polka reporting from london greg fantastic job as always and thanks for being with us on the fox news rundown evening edition podcast
0: historic times john thank you very much